Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now on to this week's totally tubular show. Hello and welcome back to the Print on Demand cast. We are here live at an undisclosed location that we <laughs> are recording at, <laughs> having some beer, just polished off a pizza that was very large. Very large. Too huge. large. Too large. Yeah. Cosmos Pizza. If you're ever in the Colorado area, there's a handful Ooh. of them, but my God, nothing beats their lunch special. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, you will be in, full. It will be. You might regret it later. And if you go with Josiah, he will finish 15 minutes before you. Yeah, so the little little <laughs> bit of a running, well, it's not a running joke. It's just factual. Uh, when Travis and I are out, they're traveling or eating, whatever, I usually mm-hmm. eat and or drink faster than he does. Always. Depending on what we're drinking. It's not usually. Depending on what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's not usually. It's a fact. It happens every time. It's true. It's, it's true. Uh, statistics show. <laughs> That's actually the truth. So here we are, and uh, we have a little bit of a, I mean, a different show today, different episode. I think these things where we record in person, usually they seem to take a little bit of a different bend because it's much mm-hmm. more conversational. Yeah. Um, and so a little more free form, a little more loose, and hopefully you at you at home listening uh, enjoy uh, these, these episodes. Um, but uh, here we are, Travis, and, you know, full disclosure, we are... Um, recording this a little bit in advance, right? Um, because as you guys listen to this, I will be in Heidelberg, Germany. Heidelberg, um, Heidelberg, uh, world famous for its Christmas markets. Apparently, huh? Um, I've never heard of them, but uh, apparently they're famous and uh, <laughs> not world famous. <laughs> not, apparently, yeah, not all the way over here. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so Madeline, um, one of her jobs that she got over this last year was placing foreign exchange students. And she placed enough of them to earn a trip for her and I both, airfare and hotel, paid to Heidelberg, Germany. So it'll be my first wow. uh, international flight um, over the ocean, um, which will be fun. I'm so I can't <laughs> sleep on planes. Um, so we'll see how this goes. They're eight hours ahead of us, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a really fast trip. But it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and you know, Madeline really enjoys this job, other than you know, supervising these these uh, foreign exchange. It's literally like like putting up with high school drama uh, the things <laughs> she tells me that happen on, on a week-to-week basis when she has to check or month-to-month I should say so all of that to say I will be firmly planted in mm. Germany um, I think just coming well but there's a trip to France we're taking like an hour trip to a little small town that's mm. like an hour away so um, I will be sure to fill Known you guys for its in. Halloween markets yeah so you know, it's Thanksgiving so there's like the Christmas in Heidelberg and then France there's the Thanksgiving and it, then a little it, bit further is probably Halloween it, it's not known for its Halloween markets no probably not but uh, you have to go quite a bit of ways to go to the Easter markets <laughs> but anyway I'll fill you guys in when I am back uh, I'm sure in person maybe have some some pictures and stuff I'm, I'm looking forward to it I, it's going to be a lot of fun yeah uh, aside from being on a plane for nine and a half hours <laughs> nonstop. but you know I mean, I've never had plain food I know it's going to be mediocre at best but hey it's all going to be an adventure I'm going to binge watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Yellowstone because I haven't started Yellowstone you haven't ever. started Yellowstone I've never seen I've seen half an episode of Yellowstone ever in my life wow so I, I might take that time mm-hmm. and binge watch 
Yellowstone. I think that's a wise use of your time. I think so. What mm-hmm. else am I going to do with nine hours? Be I, productive? I it's just Sleep? No. Huh. <laughs> so, yeah, good mm. luck. Good luck with that. So, Javis, um, where will you be? <laughs> <laughs> December seventh. Where will you be? What, in the will future? You, what will your experiences maybe be by that time? Oh my goodness, we will be in the thick of it. I believe it or not, um, one of my uh, I don't know coping mechanisms with like stress and stuff is every once in a while I'll just like go. I wonder if I can take a trip with my wife somewhere. <laughs> right in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. So I literally was looking, you know, at. Just, I mean, not like going overseas or anything oh, no, crazy sure. like that, but just like, like a, Vegas or oh, no, quick. no, even just literally. I was looking downtown Denver. Oh yeah, <laughs> just for go. the weekend, you yeah. know. And I'm thinking, would that be relaxing? Would it be? I think I think it would I be. Don't know. I think it would be less relaxing if it was in downtown Denver because of your proximity mm. to the shop. Maybe you'd feel, but if you were like out of state, but the maybe problem, it would be the different. problem with going out of state is that. You have to take that time to travel when you're not working, and so you have less time in the actual locale. Sure. You know what I mean? We can, like, leave Thursday night, take a Friday, come back on a Sunday night. Yeah, but I don't know if I can take a Friday. (laughs) 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 I mean, we are talking about the busiest time of year. And I just, I don't know. Um, I would love to be able to feel confident enough to leave you know what i mean and and maybe next year you know maybe we could try it but um i feel like i just i I don't know um it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting we've got um you know four temps that uh we're we've hired and are gonna be there so we've got you know we we probably have enough people but you just don't know until you get into it and I, I, i talked about this several weeks back um just about how this this year is a little bit of an anomaly as far as like projections go, sure. Um, because we acquired you know what for apparel's business in the middle of the year, and then we have some other clients that are you know having issues and they're they're dropping sales, and so to really have a good idea of what we'll actually be doing is, um, it's like rolling the dice, really. Yeah. You know, it's like well we might have a six, we might have a one. You know, <laughs> I just I don't know what we're gonna get. Yeah. And, um, so. To answer your question, I have no freaking idea. <laughs> it's fair. That's fair. I'm realizing that it's hard to waffle preemptively. <laughs> but there's nothing really uh, relevant to that time uh, that uh, we can we can talk about. Um, that's all right. But that's fine. That's good. Um, so yeah, it's going to be uh, a good time in Germany. I'm sure you, you will be, like you said, and think of it and trying to keep all the balls in the air and the plates spinning and. Mm-hmm. All of that kind of stuff. So for, for this episode, we have a couple different... I think our, our main event is going to be almost kind of like the, the equivalent of a reaction video um, <laughs> <laughs> that you would see. Um, but for the point of interest, we're going to talk about something we had John and Kaylee on a few weeks ago. Uh, at this point, when you're listening to this, I think probably like three or four weeks uh, um, from the time you're listening to this, dear listener. Um, but we want to talk about the importance and the benefit of trade shows. So mm-hmm. we're going to use a little bit of a different bumper that I'm, it's going to happen when I push this little button here because I think it's really fun. So we're going to go to this week's point of interest. Point of interest. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was called a spontaneous bumper. It was. Yeah. Out of nowhere. 
So we're going to talk about um, some some trade shows and conferences, and you know we heard a lot about what John and Kaylee got out of the the conference that they went to. Mm-hmm. Um, so Travis, uh, you know, for someone listening that maybe has never been mm-hmm. to a conference or a trade show, um, what would you say is is one of your like if someone's like why should I go to this like honestly when you're looking at yeah. stuff you know the schedules or you're looking at expenses and traveling and doing like what what is something that you can almost guarantee like you're going to benefit from this experience because of x what is that for for you well i really think that it all comes down to knowledge and education um and I don't think you necessarily have to go to a conference or like an education part of the trade show or whatever to get the knowledge. It can help. And sometimes some of these uh, trade shows will have free education seminars. Yeah. And if, you know, depending on your level of understanding of the print-on-demand game or just printing in general, it may be a really, uh, it may really benefit you to go to some of that, sure. some of that free uh, education. But even if you don't go to any education seminars at all at these trade shows, you're going to be talking to, um, you know, people, experts in the industry that are, and they may not be experts on print-on-demand per se, yeah. but they're, they're an expert at, um, screen printed transfers or DTG machines or laser engravers right. or you know all of these different things and they're they've you know been working with this particular company or whatever they're you know they're an expert on DTF or or whatever um, and I think that the conversations that you can have with these people the connections that you can potentially make the eye-opening experience bottom line yeah. is is invaluable um, I I don't know that you know if you're just you know you're just getting started and you know you have a few products up or whatever on Etsy and you know you're making you know, not a lot of money, maybe a hundred dollars, you know, $200 a month, maybe if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the best idea to like plan to go to, you know, Atlanta, Georgia to the printing United and fly and spend a thousand dollars on your flights and your hotels and your food and all of yeah. that. Um, I mean, it might be if, if, if you're really in it, you know, and you're, you're ready to like kind of go full bore on it, but, um, it might be a better idea to wait till graphics pro expo comes to a city that's closer. Yeah. Within yeah. driving distance or something yeah. like that. And you get a taste. Um, but regardless, I, I just can't give. I can't recommend going to a trade show enough. Yeah. Honestly, it's just it's transformative. It really is. It can be transformative. Sure. Um, not only the education, but the connections that you can potentially make, the ideas that'll come out of that thing. Um, it's it literally can be transformative to your business. Yeah. If you if you are uh, if you go into it, you know, with with an open mind and willing to. Um, let things kind of change because you and I've talked about a lot. You know our first experience in Portland. Yeah, uh, you and I were both uh, at, at that MBM show. We went into it, and at that point, we were both of us were doing primarily coffee mugs, right, and just sublimation. So going into it, that was our sphere. That was like what we knew, and like yeah, it'd be fun to, at least for me, I'll say like yeah, we'll learn some cool stuff. You can do a sublimation, and we can figure out yeah, you know what what else we can what, do. What other what things we can Amazon do with sublimation? And, yeah. yeah, and so, but I I mean I can probably recall at least four or five times in any given day where we'd be like, okay, time out. We're going to sit at this table. What the <laughs> hell did we just hear? Or what, what was that thing we just saw? And what was that in education? That, and that like, yellow legal pad I had. Yeah. Just <laughs> furiously scribbling notes and like seeing a brother printer printing on a pair of Converse. I was like, time the f- out. What is that machine? What does right. it do? And then through conversation, understanding the, the, the hole that there was, and we talked about this with John and Kaylee, where people we go up to them and say, "So, what are your Amazon sales like?" And they look at like, "Why would we? Why in the world would we sell on Amazon?" I right. Like, Holy shit! There's a lot of things you can do on right. this technology. So that's when I, I mean, from, from that trip is when I went home and and told my father-in-law Jason, like, "Look, dude, this is where we need to go, and mm. this is what we can do with it, and this is the e-commerce thing." And so yeah. 
that's kind of what the the idea for what for apparel was was birthed out of that portland experience but it wouldn't have been if i if you and i were just like okay we're gonna block everything out and we're only gonna go to sublimation stuff we're not gonna pay any attention and we're just gonna Mm. i mean there is a benefit to allowing yourself to be immersed in what's there so you can at least have an idea what's what's available to you yeah there's a fine line between like I'm not going to pay attention to anything else and then shiny object syndrome somewhere <laughs> in the middle is like the beneficial healthy way to navigate a trade show um, but I mean I think for for me too I can think of you know our friends from Utah that they were in the print business they've right. since transitioned but out, out of it but meeting them in Las Vegas at SGIA and, yeah. and making those connections and I mean for you Long Beach when is when you first met Uncle Mike, right. really, and connected, mm-hmm. and then that snow that that has turned into a relationship that has produced the business that you're currently running. Yeah, like the scale and the mm-hmm. the the volume. A lot of that was birthed out of a conversation between you and Mike mm-hmm. at a trade show after spending a weekend together and just right. just kind of getting to know one another. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, to your point, it's this whole business is about relationships, you yeah. know, and. I mean, that's one of the reasons we created the Facebook group, you know, and um, we're trying to foster those things. But, you know, online relationships are um, way different than personal relationships. Um, And that's why, you know, we've we've been talking about ISS in Long Beach, which is in January. Um, what what date is that, Josiah? It's January twentieth through the twenty second. That's uh, right. Yeah, twenty twenty three in the Long Beach Convention Center. You can go to expressionsexpo.com slash Long Beach and uh, you know see the schedule. I don't know if registration's free. It now. won't be. It won't be by the um, time they're listening. to this. Yeah. So, but you can still you know register to attend if you're in the area. I mean, from a lot. I mean, at least from Denver, flights to Long Beach are ridiculously inexpensive. Yeah, on yeah, on Southwest. So if you're near a major airport or hub or a Southwest hub, mm-hmm. check it out. Um, but yeah, I mean that's going to be Travis and I are going to be at that one for sure. I mean, I, I love going to trade shows for all of the reasons that I just mentioned and meeting new people and mm-hmm. kind of having a place where we can say, especially in the context of the, of the POD cast, like we want to meet you guys. If you're going to be here, we'll be there. And let's let's connect and let's network. But mm-hmm. um, the show in January, uh, like we said, Long Beach, lots of stuff happening. So many, <laughs> so many exhibitors. I'm yeah. Long, Long Beach is kind the of list, the list here. the ISS um, version of the, that's like their the granddaddy. Yeah, that's their big show. It's yeah. at the beginning of the year. A lot of things like that's where they. Um, introduced the uh, F3070, the Epson F3070 DTG machine, which I have, you know, we have two of them, Make Your Mark Design. Um, that's where they introduced that a couple years ago. So they, they do, they use this show to kind of, uh, or a lot of, a lot of um, uh, decorators and companies that, you know, would particular, p- particularly like exhibit at this show. Yeah. They use this as their like launching point for new products sure. and new services and things like that. Sure. And it's, it's, and it's an immense show. It's very, very large. Yeah. Um, you know, I highly recommend that one. They do have, they have a couple other shows. They have a Fort Worth one, and then they have one in uh, New Jersey, I think, um, in the Meadowlands, I sure. think. Is that is that the other one? Um, but it's definitely in Fort Worth. Let's see. Where, where's the other one? If you just go to in, um, just the expo.com, not Long Beach, see what that goes, brings you up. Yeah, Long Beach. 
Let's see where, where else it says here. Oh, like yeah, delete, gotta, yeah, gotta delete the, the Long Beach. Whoops. This is uh, real Live, time. folks. This is <laughs> happening in real time. See what happened. Okay, yeah, yeah, so okay, so Long Beach, Atlantic, Atlantic City. City. Yeah. In March 23rd, 25th, and then Fort Worth in September 14th through the 16th. So really they hit both coasts and then kind of central yeah. in the middle of America kind of thing um, in Texas. So those are the three opportunities you can have to go to ISS. But like Travis was saying, um, the Long Beach show is the one that is kind of the the Super Bowl. That's the premiere their, yeah, their, show for them. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, and, and we will be there. And one of the reasons that we will be there is because Travis is actually speaking on that Saturday yeah. uh, at the conference um, about print-on-demand and kind of letting people know and filling them in about the opportunities that are there. So you're going to be there Saturday, 1 o'clock, mm-hmm. right, is your speaking time. Um, if you go on the website here, it will say, Travis make your mark speaker make your mark because they didn't get the uh, design <laughs> part of it um, but yeah saturday from 1 to 2 15 he'll be there room number 101 b uh so yeah are you what, do you, what do you how are you feeling about that first of all like i know we've kind of talked about it briefly but you're speaking yeah and kind of letting people know like hey here's here's another shiny object come <laughs> chase it <laughs> yeah um uh, we we talked a little bit about this on the episode with uh john and kaylee but yeah um, I'm approaching it from, hey, you're a, you're a print shop already. What about print on demand? What about using your existing equipment to potentially go into print sure. on demand? Sure. And, and you know, are you leaving money on the table? Could there be an e-commerce kind of uh, pivot for you, or maybe not a pivot, but just another you know another branch that's kind of growing out of the main yeah. print company uh, tree? Yeah, <laughs> for that's. Yeah, that's the whole analogy there. Um, so yeah, because I think primarily people will be coming to that that have print sh- print stock or print shows and or sure. print shops and all of that. Um, so that's the way I'm going to um, approach that. I'm I am excited about it. I spoke a few times at um, uh, in Vegas at um, a um, not SGIA. No, um, what's the oh ASD ASD yeah yes. ASD and they had a an education track and I spoke primarily on how to, how to get onto amazon.com as a seller. And back when I was doing more arbitrage things and private label things. Um, so I'll probably be using some of that for this particular sure. talk, but it's not going to be just getting on Amazon. It's just, it's going to be more, um, using your existing infrastructure to get into the e-commerce game. Right. That's awesome. So yeah, that that's the primary reason we will be there. In Long Beach, uh, again, January 20th to the 22nd. Uh, If you guys can make it, let us know in the Facebook group, printondemandcast.com slash Facebook. Let us know if you're going to be there. Um, And uh, message us, and we'll try and find a time to meet up and and, uh, have a drink and hang out, maybe even put you on the show. Who knows? (laughs) Uh, We'll have this mobile rig with us, and we'll see what we can do. So, uh, Travis, a couple other shows that are of note, I guess, to to think about Mm -hmm. attending... Uh, one of which is Graphics Pro Expo, which, of mm-hmm. course, there's always one of those. Um, that, you know, usually that's the show that it was in Portland. It was, yes, it was the NBM to, at yeah, that point. They used to call it the NBM. They now call it the Graphics Pro Expo. Yep. Um, but they have, they have more shows. Um, some of them are smaller than others, but, but the fact that they have more shows, they're showing up kind of in more locales. So if you are a beginner you know, or, or 
you know, early on in your uh, business, this might be something that you would go to just because it's close, sure. you know, and you don't have to get a hotel maybe, sure. or, um, or you can drive to it and save the, the airfare. Yeah, yeah. So they have a handful of shows coming up in 2023. Uh, Irving, Texas, March 9th and 10th. Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, April 27th and 28th. Indianapolis, Indiana, June 15th and 16th. Portland, Oregon, July 19th and 20th. Maybe we should go just to reminisce, <laughs> just to christen, you know, yep. uh, celebrate uh, that time when our we drink from a fire hose for three days. Uh, they will also be on Long Beach, August 18th and 19th, and then they route, they uh, kind of round out the year in Baltimore, Maryland. So there's a lot more locations. Again, you can go to graphics-pro-expo.com slash events. And you can see a full schedule of what they have uh, available for this year. And like Travis said, there's probably a lot more. That might be a little more localized to yeah. your area or at least driving distance. Or you maybe don't have to spend as much money. So that's printing or Graphics Pro. And then the other one is Printing United, formerly known as SGIA. Yeah. Which is, we went to one of those in Las Vegas. Seems was, like the granddaddy like a, of them all. Yeah, that one's like the, the one. Uh, it's going to be in Atlanta, Georgia this year. Uh, October 18th and 20th. And so this it, one is like... Yeah, it's more... Um, mind-blowingly large. All things printing. So they're going to have 3D printers there. They're going to have, you know, la- um, uh, large format printing. I mean, we're talking about like 15 feet wide machines that are printing out banners and things like that. So they're going to have all kinds of stuff. But they also do have a lot of decoration, um, you know, uh, companies like... Yeah. Uh, different it's 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 really mind-blowing there's so many i mean we're sitting here looking at the floor plan right now and it's massive and it's huge there's already so much and it's not until next october and they've already got all these people you know still all these booths that are available to to be had and to be to be you know used for people that want to be there so this one is like we said kind of kind of the big one it's right before are you know, right in the beginning, I should say, of, of Q4 yeah. um, getting into that. So it's another one that, that's going to be... you got a plan for it. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. It's very big. We went to one... I've been to one SGIA, and it was at the, the convention center there in Las Vegas, and it was like three football fields or something crazy worth yeah. of stuff. I mean, it's, massive. Just, it's massive. So much to go to. But all that to say, you know, there, there's other shows that, that take place throughout the year that could prove beneficial for you to attend if you want to. Um, but we would definitely encourage you at least go to one. Try and make one throughout the year, um, just to to see, kind of have your finger on the pulse of what's happening in the industry. Make those connections. You never know if you do sublimation and you don't want to get into actual t-shirt DTG production, you could make a connection with someone that does that that you can right. help. You know, outsource that business to, and now you have a way to provide that to your end user. Uh, through the connection that you made of this trade show, so there's lots to be done, and lots lots of benefit to, to attending these. Yeah, I, I I think we've probably beaten this horse. Yes, <laughs> I mean we talked we we've talked a lot about ISS already. Just you yeah. know, in the last several months, I posted that's a lot. Because we want you guys Facebook. to come hang out. Exactly. That's that's more selfish. Um, <laughs> but it goes without saying. Um, well, I guess it doesn't go without saying because we just said a lot about it for 23 minutes for tw- <laughs> <laughs> the the bottom line really is um these these shows are valuable and if you can figure out a way to make it to one um it it can be like i said before it can be transformative to your business and at, at least eye-opening um there's just a lot of education that you can get from just walking the expo floor so if you're close yeah. to one of these cities 
you know, do yourself a favor. Check it out. Yep, 100%. So that does it for this week's Point of Interest. Point of Interest. So, uh, on <laughs> to the uh, main <laughs> event of the show. Wait, you have a main event bumper, oh, too. It's the main event. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we are going to uh, kind of react to this. We, have, we found a list online mm-hmm. <laughs> that is 20 easy ways to make money while you sleep. <laughs> Uh, and I think I think if you've been a long time listener to this show, you know. And if you're first time listener, you're gonna find out that Travis and I kind of have this like aversion, if not a complete repudiation of the idea to of stupidity. Like, well, stupidity and the idea of like, oh yeah, just do this and you'll make a shit ton of money. Like I just we don't enjoy. It's just not accurate uh, in a lot of instances. So. Uh, we're going to go through this list and give you uh, our thoughts on some of them um, and let you know what we think <laughs> and how you could do this. Um, so we're going we're gonna to start uh, with the number one way uh, mm-hmm. to make money while you sleep is affiliate marketing, Travis. Yeah. Uh, a little bit from the article here. Says to become a, a successful affiliate marketer, you need a platform to promote the products or services you are marketing. Whether it's a blog or social media, you need a way to share your affiliate links so you can earn income. It can take time and energy, which is an understatement, uh, <laughs> to successfully build an income stream through affiliate marketing. However, there are affiliate marketers earning thousands of dollars each and every month. This so this is a viable passive income opportunity. Okay. So they they at least acknowledge it does take some time, yeah, and effort, right? But I, you can't just you can't just write a blog, right? And then try and have people whore it out for you <laughs> and make money. Yeah, I I mean, I think what we will find as we continue to move along and we you know laugh hilariously at these twenty ideas, um, is that they all take work, believe it or not, up front yeah. before you can. You know, earn that proverbial money overnight, you know, while you're sleeping. Yes. Um, There's there's just a lot to it. But, I mean, affiliate marketing is a very, very viable source of of potentially creating income. Yeah. It does take a lot of work. I mean, we have, you know, we've provided affiliate links on this podcast and people have bought through them and we have made money through um, affiliate links. Now, that's not like our... That hasn't been our main focus or anything like that. Right. Um, but it, it'll probably be something that we continue to do. You know, we're going to yeah. continue to have people on the show that have products that can potentially help our audience. And it makes sense to provide those those uh, opportunities for our audience. Yeah. And, and hell, get a kickback. You know, I mean, no, that, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, that, you know, I think affiliate marketing has, has the potential. In some people's minds, it has a black eye, you know. Sure. Um, but I, I, I think that if you do it ethically, I think it's, it's a, it's a very viable source of income, yeah. but it's not something, you know, that just the whole premise of this whole article <laughs> getting paid overnight. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, yes, you will like right now, my business, I make money while I sleep, but I got to make that thing the next day. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or, or if it's affiliate marketing, I made that thing 
you know, uh, several months ago. Right. And and I spent a crap ton. I made so much, I spent so much time creating that content, creating that course, creating that that platform that people would come to my blog yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then finally, finally, you know, months, even years down the road, someone clicks the link and buys and I get, you know, Forty-seven dollars or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, there's lots of um, potential sleepless nights in order to make money in your sleep, <laughs> uh, especially if you're creating something that is that will be of value. Totally for sure. All right. So number two, uh, it says alternative investments. When you think of investing, it's likely that your mind jumps to the stock market. Although investors opt for the stock market, that's not the only way to invest. So <laughs> cryptocurrency is on this list. Oh boy! And precious metals. Ouch. Yes, and farmland. Wow. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I don't have. I mean, cryptocurrency. I feel like is. I mean, it's, you you dabble in in the crypto more than I do. Ah, uh, yeah. And ah, uh, uh, I don't really have a lot to say about that. If you've watched the crypto markets recently, or any of the markets recently, I mean, I I think this one. You know, when you talk about investments, um, you know, in my mind, at least, it's like, okay, I already had a lot of money, yeah. and I put it into something yeah. that's going to give me, quote, money while I sleep. Right. Um, and, I mean, any type of interest is going to do that. I mean, if you own your home, you are technically making money yes. while you sleep. Just be- It appreciates and Yeah. Value. I mean, you know, of, of course, that's assuming everything's going well and that sure. America isn't going into recession, et cetera, et cetera. But for the most part, most houses are appreciating in value, you know? And so, uh, but it takes so much capital to do this. I don't think that this really is what people think about when they think of make money online. No. You, you know what I mean? And I know it's just saying things to do what to make money while you sleep. But to me, this is kind of like, it doesn't count. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I think the next one we both have Plenty of thoughts on. Yep. Uh, <laughs> because I'm going to exit out of this pop-up here. Number three, the number three way to make money while you sleep is Amazon FBA. <laughs> um, <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Uh, again, eventually. Um, I think this is uh, part of well, maybe one of the things that kind of led to our, you know, regurgitation of things that. Um, you make money while you sleep because we both did it at Amazon FBA and it seemed yeah. like there was such a plethora of people saying, will you make money instantly doing Amazon FBA? Buy this right. course and you'll make, I make millions of dollars. And it's like, well, that's, that's not the full, that's not the full picture right. at all. That's true. And I mean, while you can make millions of dollars, um, the only way you're going to make millions of dollars with Amazon FBA is if a, um, you have a, either either you have a long time to do that yes. and you have a long time to kind of build your capital and then reinvest your capital into more product slow you know and then rinse and repeat rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and 5 years later yeah. you hit a million or something like that you know even 2 years later you know yeah. it just depends on how fast you can turn that inventory or you have a hell of a lot of money to start and you right. can buy your way to that million dollar mark you know, and that, that's the thing with Amazon FBA. The one thing that was always kind of humorous to me, and I'm sure it was humorous to you, whenever you hear people talking about, you know, Amazon FBA is like, I made a million dollars. And, 
We've talked about this on the podcast before. <laughs> that is not true. You may yeah. have revenues of a million dollars, but you did not make a million dollars. That's just not the truth. No. And and I think a lot of the kind of course driven mentality would have you say, I made, you know, or, or have sure. you believe those things. Sure. Um, now, now, I will I will say that if, if you've done a million dollars on Amazon, you probably put a lot of money in your pocket. At least I hope you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you didn't you did sell it, it for, right yeah, you didn't <laughs> sell it all for loss, but um, you probably did okay. But it's all about your margins, yeah. really. It's how you price that stuff. It's how well you buy that stuff. Um, Amazon FBA is a good way to make money. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is a relatively low barrier to entry, although Amazon continues to make it higher and higher. Uh, they make it more yeah. and more difficult for their sellers. Um, and we you've heard us <laughs> talk about that a million yeah. times We've over. lamented many times. Yeah, Uncle Mike's lamenting on it. We're lamenting yeah. on it. Um, but at the end of the day, yes, it's. I think this is probably um, one of the best ways yeah, to make yeah, money. Yeah, it's a, for sure a viable yeah. way to make money online. But the idea of it being easy is certainly right. not. I mean, in this article, it mentions uh, retail arbitrage, and that I mean that's that is the definition of a grind and a hustle. It is a yeah, it's a Just lot of work. So much work hitting so many different stores and trying to cut deals. And if I buy all of it, will you give me this much off? And right. I mean, it's it's a lot. And then and then again, the investment of time of shipping that stuff into Amazon FBA. And yeah. And inventory lab. I mean, all this stuff that you have to you have to use in the time that it takes. I mean, you're going to be investing a lot of time to get it to a place where you'll be making money in your sleep. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, we could we could obviously both of us could talk about Amazon <laughs> FBA for a long, long time. But let's yes. let's just go ahead and move on. Yeah. So number four is build an app, which again, <laughs> it's just. So easy. It's just so like, yeah. I had I had an idea for an app once <laughs> for this game that we used to play in college that we called Mafia. You drew a card and like, oh yeah, the whole it's a, like a party game. Mm-hmm. And I had the idea of making an app, calling it Mafia Party, mm-hmm. and having the app narrate who died. You know, you can enter in the information, and then an app makes up the story for you. And it was right. like, you know, and everyone had their cell phones, so instead of cards, you could just everyone joined this hotspot, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the amount of work, first of all, and a developer is really expensive. Yeah, they can be, for they, sure. They can be. I mean, if you're going to make an app that's that's worth anything, I'd imagine, the upfront cost, to get, unless you are a developer and you want to do some, like, where I poop app where you can literally <laughs> log the, the I mean that's a real app people it's it, you can download an app that you don't can, go down you can document it. the places don't. where you've pooped in the world and like <laughs> check in the location it's ridiculous and I only know it because my one of my nephews has it and he showed it to me and I was like this is the most outrageous thing I've ever seen in my life <laughs> but all that to say it's a lot of investment it's a lot of time it's not that easy to right. just build an app yeah I mean that's the thing it's it's kind of like that whole like Oh, just buy a farm and you'll make money <laughs> while you sleep. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's the same thing. Uh, and the, uh, the other side of this thing is that apps are so saturated now. Who knows? You, you're going to have to do a hell of a lot of marketing to get that thing seen and yes. get it downloaded enough to where it actually makes a dent yeah. in the, you know, the app ecosphere. Yeah. I mean, honestly, to do that, you have to offer the app for free and then offer 
in-app purchases or something um, because you, you can't just price your app for six dollars and it's just so much that goes into right. it yeah that that's really difficult i think number five again is is more of the same creating online courses and webinars mm-hmm. it's um, kind of the affiliate marketing type thing yeah, yeah kind of more of the same of that of course if you have knowledge in anything Uh, if you have knowledge, you know, Travis is ordering a beer. Yeah, sorry, know, guys. No, it's fine. I don't know why I'm saying it's fine. I'm not the listener. They might be pissed. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can create an online course and webinar, uh, which, again, is is totally doable. I mean, it's not like I mean, Jason and I have those conversations all the time. It's like we could make a course about how to do a POD. But, I mean, it's, it's always there. It's something you can yeah. do. Mm-hmm. But to package it correctly, to make sure the production value is not. I mean, you have to. It's a lot of work. Board and you have mm-hmm. to figure it out and what course is going to go where and you're going to edit and who's going to post edit and how, how you're going to release it and what's the cost going to be. I mean, there's so many things that um, go into it that make it of value to the end user. Right. Um, it's got to it's got to look good. It's got to be cohesive. It's got to be coherent. You have to have a plan of action instead of just sitting down in front of your iPhone and trying to record a course there's lots of time that goes into it yeah and even beyond that like i it's what's your platform you know um you're going to create an online course but who's going to actually know about it (laughs) that's that's you may have the best actual information on the particular topic yeah that's on the internet but if nobody knows it if you haven't built a platform um, it's not going to go anywhere. Sure. You know, it, it, you know, your your mom and your grandma and your you know cousin are going to buy it, and that's it. And yeah. <laughs> and they're going to give you good reviews, and you're going to have three five star reviews, and never sell anything again. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. that's that's not not kidding, guys. That's <laughs> a lot of things happen, or a lot of these products you know go out there and that's that's their whole life cycle right there i yeah, just explained just it die. yeah because they didn't have a platform to, to release it on you're going to do a webinar and you get four people that's not fun no you know um you you have to build something to then make it worth it for these people to and, right. and have have a platform right. to then build a course or a webinar on so it's not just as easy as building a course and all of a sudden you'll make money while you sleep it just that ain't gonna happen <laughs> Yeah, it's not the, you know, the the old expression of if, if you build it, they will come is true, but you have to build the platform. And then through that, you build the demand for whatever course that you yeah. want to release. Right. So there's it's just, there's an order of operations that mm-hmm. if you if you do it out of order, you could ser- you, you might have the best content or the best insight in right. the world. It would be not, it's not an indictment against necessarily what you have. You just didn't do it in the right way, and mm-hmm. so you could get discouraged and then not want to do it anymore. It can get really messy. So yeah, um, I'm f- I'm figuring out here that we're probably going to have to skip. <laughs> I don't know if we can do all twenty. <laughs> That's alright. Um, but anyway, uh, the next one is well, something we talk about a lot. Yeah, drop shipping. We talk about this all the time. We do. And in fact, number six is drop shipping in this list. Number fifteen. It's print-on-demand products. I know. They could probably put those two together. Yeah, so what's the difference? <laughs> well, Riddle me this. Obviously, dropshipping is, you know, kind of encompasses print-on-demand, but you can dropship furniture, guys. You know, you could, you know, have a really cool site that has all these home decor things, and yeah. you could, you know, dropship, you know, the, the dining room table and all the chairs and the, all the, you know, the hutch and all of that stuff for an entire room um, because you have provided 
value right. to somebody who is looking to redecorate their dining room. Yep. And you happen to be the person that they came to and you had these great ideas and you had all these cool shots and cool, you know, uh, pictures and all of that. And so they bought from you and then you're just literally forwarding that information, forwarding that order to another company and they're sending it to the end user. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very similar to, to print on demand. I mean, it's sure. the same concept uh, for a lot of our listeners. They, they have a shop on Etsy. Yeah. Someone orders something from them. They either through an integration or manually, they push that to a fulfillment center. The fulfillment center sends it on their behalf to the end user. It's the same thing. Just yeah. drop shipping. Yeah. Yep. Next on the list, we'll touch on this quickly because none of us know anything about it, but invest in fine wine. So there you go, folks. <laughs> that is your make make your money quick. Uh, invest in uh, Pinot Gris and you can get yourself Right. I mean, it obviously, ri- rich. obviously worked for Gary V because he had Clearly. no other skills yeah, except for none, wine. None at yeah. all. And he just happened to work in his dad's wine shop. Yeah, that was store. it. Yeah. Uh, the next one, I mean, this, this kind of goes into affiliate marketing and, and uh, course creation and stuff like that, but launch a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, you have to have so, you have to meet so many criteria for your YouTube channel to make you money. <laughs> and you have to post all the time right. and consistently and so much. So, if you, I mean, if you have time to, I mean, it's more than just a weekly YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good place to start. But you have to have, I think it was like, 1500 to 2000 watch hours for them to even consider monetizing your channel. Wow. And so you have to have content that people want. You have to know how to, mm-hmm. how to get it in front of the people that want to watch it and, and the keywords and descriptions and it has to be, I mean, it's just, there's so much that goes into it. So yeah, building an audience it, and that's a good way to build an audience for, let's say one of those courses that we were talking about, yeah, but right, but it's going to take a long time. A long right. Time. You're gonna put in a lot of work before you even get close to monetization on yeah. a YouTube channel. Yeah. Now the the cool thing about it is is that it it kind of dovetails nicely with some of the other things that we've been talking about. Sure. Um, and those are those can work ta- in tandem to to kind of build that empire, sure. if you will, sure. for making I mean, money yeah, while I mean, you sleep. If you build a, a good following on YouTube or. Even if you build a good following on TikTok and transition and bring them over to YouTube or whatever, and then you have a, a platform and an audience to right. do a podcast, do a, uh, a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. sell a course to, sell merch to, drip print on demand merch to those followers. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this is very like cohesive and there's a lot of sim- like a, a symbiotic relationship and synergy between a lot of these things mm-hmm. um, where you do one and it can lend itself easily to creating another way of, for you to, to make that money right. um, while you sleep. And I guess one way you can make money while you sleep is to literally live stream yourself sleeping. That's the next one, guys. This just say, say that again, because I think that might have just gone under the radar because you just blended it into the last point. Yeah, and it's not this week's dad joke either. <laughs> it's live stream yourself sleeping. Believe it or not, people have earned money by live streaming while sleeping. It's strange, but this true. This is insane. Some gamers have earned thousands of dollars while sleeping. If you have a big following on TikTok or Twitch, this is an intriguing option to consider. And before we, before we press record on this, I showed Travis <laughs> this person who literally would, he's live streaming himself sleeping, and then he has a TV with these options where you could send him a gift on TikTok, and that thing would trigger a literally reaction or a sending sound. him money, Yes, a certain amount of money would trigger something that would happen in his room. 
and all of a sudden these lights would go on and like (laughs) alarms and all this and to the tiktokers i don't know i i was gonna say to his credit that might be a little too generous yeah he just reacts in this crazy way and he's like it was he was like punching the air pretending like he was was getting assaulted (laughs) It, it was very awkward and i mean it was literally like okay all right yeah, it you was, totally planned this, and yeah. you're a bad actor. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was terrible. It was bad. Um, so yeah, so that that is number, and then uh, I, 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 like I said, I have, I have no experience in that, but I, I have seen people do it. So it's crazy. So yeah, that. you know, guys, just go ahead and just put a camera on you while you sleep. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the moral in, of the story. In fact, I'm going to suggest that to my wife when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> my my mild to mid TikTok followers can watch me <laughs> sleep all 3200 of them um, so uh, of course the next one uh, you know they you know rent a room in your home which sure I mean yeah. people do that all the time with Airbnb sure and, and those kinds of things it's not um, a bad idea yeah I mean, you can if you have the ability or the permission you know to sub or to lease out a room or, or whatever you can do that um Airbnb seems like a better alternative or, 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 mm-hmm. out or resource to do that with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also just rent your stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, sure. I don't, I, I've, I've, I mean, one thing that you can do um, that qualifies as stuff is cars. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, like when, the Turo? Yeah, when my wife and I went to Salt Lake City, we rented a convertible and drove up into the mountains for a day and right. on Turo and it was it was awesome um, so if you do have an extra car or perhaps um, you know if you're married and you have two cars and you can get by with one or you know you don't use your car or whatever you can you know you could use Turo to rent that thing out I mean there's other things you can rent out in your house too that maybe people want um, maybe you have a really nice camera I, I don't know I, that, that's terrifying yeah, just, just insure yeah all make of those sure it's things. all insured <laughs> for says, sure says the insurance says the agent insurance, yeah exactly you want to <laughs> go ahead and declare those items if you're just going to be leasing them out to people mm-hmm. um, one of these here number 16 um, on this list is sell stock content which yeah. I think is actually a pretty easy way to I mean if you're already taking pictures and you're a good photographer right and you want to upload to a stock website mm-hmm. and offer the and get paid for those things I think for me, that's one of the things like, oh, yeah, that makes sense because it is, if you're already taking pictures and you have a knack for it, mm-hmm. then put it up on Shutterstock. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that far-fetched of an idea where you could, if your images are high quality, that you could end up making, a, not probably not a lot of money, but a decent, you yeah. know, you some make some shopping money or mailbox money. I, I think, and, you know, the caveat or the the uh, the kind of brother or sister of that idea um, if you're an artist and you you know can create cool designs, Etsy is a great place to sell digital assets. Yeah. You could you could do not not only just designs, you could do mock-ups. You can do all kinds of things. Um, you can also use Gumroad for that. Yep. If you you know you can build a uh, some type of a following, and people will sell designs uh, on Gumroad. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity there with kind of selling uh you know your mock-ups or your just your you know like you said your your photos or your 
your designs or whatever it is, there's a lot of places that you can do that. And there's a lot of people that will buy that stuff. Yeah. I mean, think of how many times you've looked for that really cool print-on-demand mock-up. Well, it's probably on Etsy, you know, or it's on creativemarket.com. Or yeah. It's, you know, um, you can put yourself out there if you can kind of package all that stuff up into a nice, pretty package. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Madeline has bought a lot of um, mock-ups through Etsy for people who just took pictures of their mm-hmm. friends or models and a Next Level 3600 and all these different colors and right. stylized them correctly. And, you know, that that is a way if you can, you know, do photography and get those mock-ups. Or like Travis said, if you're a designer, I've bought pieces of, of like, digital content that I, mm-hmm. you know, intended to. I didn't end up doing it, but I intended to buy it and then get it printed myself or, you know what I mean, like do it print that out and hang it up for decoration or whatever yeah um, so i've done that before and it's a it's a good way to to earn money that way as well yeah that's a great uh, that's a great option i guess yeah. and you yeah, yeah I, I like that one yeah that one i like <laughs> i don't i'm not as uh hesitant or skeptical about about that one um uh, and then you know you know maybe the last one that we'll cover here uh in the age that we're in everyone has an opinion and you might as well take that opinion and turn yourself into a product (laughs) which is number 19 which means again build an audience of fans who want to hear what you have to say once you have an audience of followers you can start to create products and reflect your thoughts which Hmm. i mean that was i mean what for apparel targeted people that were doing that really basically it's being an influencer yeah essentially make yourself into an influencer and that could be, you know, you don't have to be beautiful, you no. know, and, and have all the right curves <laughs> to be an influencer. There right. are other things that people are interested in that um, you can kind of champion and become an influencer in a specific space. I know, for instance, the, the big client that we've always talked about um, on this show that yeah. What For Apparel had, yeah. he was a huge influencer in the political space. Yes. And, I mean, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't the most attractive guy or the most well-spoken or whatever, but he had really, really uh, polarizing opinions. Yep. And and the the people that were on his side of the fence really liked what he had to say. Yeah. And and so they bought stuff from him. Yep. Uh, I mean, he turned himself into (laughs) a product. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, you know, TikTok is, is filled with people that are, wanting to do that right They're turning themselves into products and and whatever sphere that they are currently mm-hmm. you know um involved in but like travis said you don't have to be i mean there's there's some stuff there's some people that there, there's a guy that i follow who his entire channel is his his handle is chef reactions and he's a professional chef mm-hmm. that sits there and duets which if you're not familiar with tiktok you can basically duet a video mm-hmm. which is give your reaction in real time and he sits there and he critiques people's cooking <laughs> and he's sarcastic and he's very cynical and he's like this is uh, this thing sucks is it like Gordon Ramsay yeah but not like he's very dry very monotone oh, like, okay and so but he has like millions of followers wow and that's all he does that's it and he doesn't he doesn't talk about anything other than food um, so there's a lot of things out there that you can do that with but again it's going to take a lot of consistency mm. um, you have to post multiple times a day and, and try different it's about the right hashtags it's about you want to hop on a, a TikTok trend or whatever to try and get that attention and viral to bring people right. to your page. So there's a lots of um, 
it doesn't seem like it, but there is some intentionality. If you really are trying to build a viewer, you do or viewership, yeah. you do have some of those moments where a weird anomaly will pop off, and you're like, I don't know why that went viral, or I don't know why <laughs> I got, you know, sixty. I, I I did a comment about I did I did a TikTok one time about the new Buzz Lightyear movie mm-hmm. and making a joke about how if because Tim Allen didn't voice Buzz Lightyear, right. So my joke was if I was a kid and I went to go see Buzz Lightyear in the movies and I got the toy and his voice wasn't the same, I'd be a little pissed off. <laughs> and it got like 200,000 views. Wow. Ridiculous. And the assortment of comments, people crack about, well, actually, you know that the toy voices are never actually the same. And I'm like, <laughs> it was a joke. I don't give a shit about how this works. <laughs> I really don't care. But there's stuff like that, that pops off. But again, there's some intentionality, but you can turn yourself into a product. I mean, that's, right. that's social media. That's what you can do. Totally. I think there's uh, plenty of examples of that. I mean, yeah, turn yourself into an influencer. Again, you don't have to be beautiful. Right. You can look like me or Josiah. And uh, I mean, hey, technically we're influencers. You're listening to this. I think so. You know, listener, you are listening to We are influencing you whether you you like it or not. Let me tell you something. If you (laughs) live stream yourself sleeping after this, we influence (laughs) you to do that. Yeah. So Very simple. We'll take credit. I'm trying to find... I'm on TikTok right now. I'm trying to find... I'll f- look after I'm done here. Uh, but there's there's this guy. He's a larger man mm-hmm. who takes rock and roll songs and makes parodies of them about food and sings them shirtless. And that's his entire channel. Wow. And he has hundreds of thousands of followers. <laughs> and that's all he does. So, anybody. We are in a unique time, yes, my friends. There are There are a lot of things you could do. To make money. Yeah. And uh, we've touched on a few of them. And um, hopefully, I don't know. I, should I say hopefully one of them resonated <laughs> with you? I don't know. Hopefully. Uh, may- hopefully. Maybe the print-on-demand one. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Ho- hopefully you found this uh, entertaining. It's a little bit of, of a deviation from what Travis and I usually do. Um, but we just thought it'd be fun to kind of give our thoughts on these and just the idea in general that you can find something and then immediately start making yeah. money in your sleep. Right. Which, of course, we don't believe is true. It takes a lot of effort on the front end to get to that point where you're making money in your sleep or making money while you're sipping a Mai Tai on a beach somewhere. <laughs> um, it's a very, it's a longer journey than that. So, totally. um, yeah, Travis, anything else before we wrap this one up? Nah, man, you should just jump in and finish us, finish us off. All right, I will do that. I, hold on, hold on, wait. Do we have a dad joke? I know we usually don't preempt it anymore. Oh, but do we have a dad joke this week? Yeah, I, I actually was talking to a friend in, in uh, North Korea, um, and I was just asking him. You have a friend you know, in North Korea? I, yeah, I, 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 was, I was talking to him, and I was, just, like, what it, I was just asking him what it's like to live in North Korea. And he said, I can't complain. <laughs> I love that joke. It reiterates why I'm happy I live in America. So uh, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Let us know which one of those uh, ways to make money in your sleep you you tried. And if you did live stream yourself sleeping, let us know how it went. Please uh, post the stream. Yes, please. I want (laughs) to see this. Uh, Please get your wife's permission before you do this in case she doesn't know that you're doing it. I don't advise that at all. I think that's a court case, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) Even though you are in the covenant of marriage, I feel like a state legislature would feel differently if she complained. So, uh, yeah, but let us know what you guys thought of the episode. If you want to see or hear more reaction episodes like this or kind of 
Travis and I's candid uh, opinion on some things, uh, we'd be happy to do that as well. So to let us know, go to printonamancast.com slash Facebook and join the Facebook group, join the conversation, the community. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys there. You can also reach out to us via, via email, info at printondemandcast.com is where you can reach out to us and do that. If you are listening to us on the Apple Podcast app that I will forever call iTunes because I hate the fact that they changed it and expect me to care, <laughs> leave us a five-star review or any star, but we know it'll be five-star because you love us. And uh, let us know what you think of the show. But basically what that does is it helps the algorithm and tells the system to put this content in front of the people that need to hear it and would benefit it from the m- benefit from it. The m- my God. I don't have the bumper, but human afternoon pressure. Uh, it was a very Joe Biden moment. Uh, um, so uh, let, let us know what you think of the show that way as well. Um, and then, yeah, anything else? I, I'm completely blanking on the tail end. I think that was it. Is that I, what I usually I, say? I think you said you said Instagram. You said YouTube. Yeah. Um, Printondemandcast.com slash stuff. Instagram. You said info at printondemandcast.com if you want to in- email yeah. us. You said printondemandcast.com slash shop if you yeah, want to buy Maybe. a cool shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you did it all, man. Oh, come on, man. Okay, sweet. All right, I did it. Well, until next time, for Travis, I'm Josiah. We'll see you right here on the Print On Demand cast. See ya. Hey, babe. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.